y'all know we had to start off this Monday with some good old Rocky Top because volunteer football been kicking that ass. Ooh, let's go. Balls <laughs> on that one. Uh, but today we got a very special show. You know, Bug, say what up to the people. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another beautiful Monday with yours truly in the collective unfiltered. Just blessed to be here, Lex. Black. Absolutely, I'm so psyched, but you know what I'm really psyched about is we got our boy Billy Radcliffe on here, the legend himself, y'all. Hey, look, man, it's just another champion in the building. Y'all don't even worry about it. Uh, tell, tell the people what up, Billy. What's going on, ladies? How you guys doing today? Doing well, man. Hey, I'm just glad to be on the show, man. Hey, feel Thank blessed to be in you ladies' presence today. Oh, don't start. Uh, look, really, look Billy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, you know, he must have had that good. He was a slick talker. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> but now, before we officially get started on today's shows, we definitely want to thank our sponsors, Hound Dogs of uh, Knoxville and um, Tennessee, Tennessee Tap House on Peters Road. Also, big shout out to Orange Mountain Designs and Just Pass It Tutoring. Uh, it is an online service. Unless you happen to live in Miami, Florida, then yes, they do have an actual physical location. Um, later on in the show, I'll be showing y'all some gear towards the end that I really need y'all to go support Lady Balls. I got one of the shirts on right now. Y'all see it. Y'all see it. Tennessee pride, tradition. It's basketball. Tennessee basketball. That's what it is. So, you know, go support Terry Holder. That's where you can get all of your official Lady Ball gear with the official Lady Ball colors. So, you know, don't even don't even sell yourself short. We got to be ready for the, for November 25th when uh, NCAA opens up basketball for men's and women's. But, uh, Bug, man, what up, though? How you been today? How was your weekend? It was, lovely. It was good. I was uh, I had to travel for soccer. So I was in Orlando for the weekend. Nice. So got, got the dub. Now I'm back in the Peach State. And I'm ready to see what my man Billy got going on. Word, Billy. How was your weekend? What do you have going on? Man, I'm always doing something. You know, the Volunteer Road Show is moving, guy. We doing big things and trying to make things happen. Um, you know, last weekend we was at the Tap House, so we'll be there this weekend uh, doing cornhole and just having fun with the fans. How's your cornhole game, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, put it like this. Yeah, no one likes to play me. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh oh! Hey, oh no! Hey, 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 he's hey. real confident on an album. Hey, hey, very confident. Hey, it's just like you confident in that three point shot. You know, hey, I'm, it's automatic. Once I'm hot, I'm hot. Let's go. Hey, listen, I cannot wait until I can spend a in like an actual weekend where I'm not like in and out and come to the tap house and play some cornhole because I'm all about it. I mean, we get competitive over here. So tell I can't me this. Can, this can my you actually come down? Can, we in Knoxville. So can you can y'all play cornhole? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean I'm saying can you play? I'm not saying can you just like throw it out there and, Nah, I grew up in the Midwest, Billy. Okay, I'm just checking now, you know, because hey, this ain't it is it's, it's not like pickup basketball now. Nah. This is just this automatic swish. Oh, all right, all right. We're gonna see, man. Listen, we accept the challenge. Absolutely. And I can't wait. I think I think we need to set up some type of wager. We need to plan this out, set up a wager, get everybody to the tap house, and, and have the showdown. Absolutely, right. most definitely. That's what I love to do. I love challenges. Love a big stage. I, I mean, I want somebody to challenge me. I'm still trying to get ESPN to sponsor me, but they, they <laughs> I, I don't think I'm gonna let them do it because I'm doing too well with Donald <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, don't even don't even let the third party come in. Handle your own, man. Handle your own. But uh, uh, <laughs> hey, Rachel said, "What's up? What's up, Rachel?" 
Good to see you. She, hey, Lexenburg. You know, she coming in from Morristown. Uh, Derek uh, Chapel. I'm here for it. Go Vols. Hey, we love it. We love it. Thank y'all for joining in again. Today is just going to be a day, another conversation. So last week it was kind of Lex and Jay and then Billy hopped on. And we like, nah, Billy, you got to come on for the entire show. So thank you. Thank you for uh, sticking to that and blessing us. So let's have a little fun. All right. I want to do something a little different. I want to start, Bug, with some rapid fire questions for Billy. Let's go. Yeah. All right, you got three to five seconds to answer these. Search thing that pops up in your head. Give it to the people, all right? We'll start slow. What? How old were you when you started playing sports? Seven years old. Pick up everything in the backyard. And nice. no matter okay. what sport it was, I played it. Hey, I like that, Bo. That's like Bo Jackson out there in that thing, huh? And that's the way oh, it was. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. All right, so if you did not play football, what sport would you play? Come on now, hey, it's b-ball. That's the first first sport I was actually recruited for. First yeah. scholarship offer was from Mr. Dean. Oh, man, I, I still can't believe I messed my knee up because I'd have been – probably wouldn't play basketball for Carolina. Which would have been crazy. Yes. I hate that you messed your knee up, but I'm definitely glad you're a volunteer legend. So, you know, everything happens the way it's supposed to. Oh, sorry, Chappelle. I, uh, he told me it's, it's Chappelle like Dave Chappelle. So my bad. I, I, I didn't remember that. Um, okay, so next question is, what is the favorite place, your favorite place you've ever visited, whether it's national or international? See, I'm old school. I like the backyards and stuff. You know, and right now my favorite city is the Queen City. Charlotte. Hey, let me know the next time you out here, man. We got to link up for sure. Hey, All right. I got you. Uh, score prediction, Georgia, Tennessee this Saturday. Uh, I'm going to go 27-21 volunteers. Hey, let's go. I like that prediction. We have been we came out to a, a real big start. All right, so if you play me one-on-one, who's going to win? That's easy. You don't even have to ask the question. It's automatic. I win. I mean. Oh, I thought you were talking about me, like hands down, hats off. I just... <laughs> exactly. And I mean, I mean, and, 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 and I'm, I don't might close my eyes, you know, just, just because. Ooh, hey, Billy, don't start, bro. You're going to bring me out of retirement, man. You're going to bring me all the way out. Look, you got any rapid fire questions? If Tennessee wasn't your choice, what was Ooh. next? Good one. Um, it would have been Florida State. Okay, similar. Right. ACC. All right. Um, mm, what was your most embarrassing sports moment? Ooh, that's dirty there. Um, yeah. I'm gonna probably say getting blindsided by the tight end trying to make a tackle down the field, and when I got blindsided, I didn't get help off the field. I got ten of my ten mates running to me Ooh. like. Friday saying you just got knocked the <laughs> I'm like come on man y'all supposed to be helping me but yeah that was one of my most embarrassed moments there oh man yeah, on TV cool. too televised <laughs> nothing like yes. it right if you gonna make a mistake might as well do a televised so nobody can forget that's crazy you got knocked up my bad, <laughs> that's what it was too <laughs> but you got anything uh, greatest accomplishment of your athletic career? Um, I'm going to say um, just being a father. You know, um, seeing my boys grow up, 
you know, there's you know, one graduated from college and one right now he's trying to be the, the best student athlete he's ever been and, 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 and I'm loving it, you know, just trying to keep up with them. It's 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 been a challenge, but I'm enjoying it and I love it. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's yeah, awesome. I love it. Um everybody that's saying what's up, we just want to tell you thank you for joining in to the collective unfiltered episode twenty nine featuring superstar, legend, champion, volunteer great. Billy Ratliff is in the building, y'all. So thank y'all for joining in. Y'all got any questions? Definitely fire them at us, and y'all know we'll get to them as soon as we can. Absolutely. We're getting a lot of love on Facebook today. We appreciate it. We want y'all to stay locked in. Ask Billy some questions. Go ahead and drop your questions for Billy in the comments, and we'll get to it. And everyone on YouTube as well. Let's go. We want we want to hear what y'all got to say. We also had, a, I believe, a 35-32 uh, score prediction as well. Harry Hooper said that. What do you think about that one, Billy? Hey, I like it as long as it's, it's the volunteers winning. Absolutely. And then, of course, I'll say this. If we lose 35-32, I'll take it, too, because we're competing. That's one right. thing that I, I'm, I'm loving to see these kids do that we haven't seen in a long time is competing. You know, we yeah. we've, this is the first year that I can say that the kids almost look like us when we play defense at Tennessee. They have mm-hmm. the size, they have the speed, and and, and, and and you see the IQ. They have all of that now. And that's something they didn't, they didn't have in the past. And, and that's what Coach Pruitt said when he first got here. You know, he had offensive linemen that was 256 pounds. That, you can't have that playing in the SEC. No. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. They came over. Yeah, you got to be agile. I will say when I was in school uh, during my 0408 tenure, the football guys that I saw work out um, or even play sports or – Man, I'm talking about from the linemen to the receivers to the quarterback. Everybody was fit in their own little in their own rights, and I didn't I didn't really see anybody that just looked like they shouldn't be on the football field. <laughs> yes, it's different now. I mean, like for the past few years, I mean, you're talking about offensive linemen that has six packs. You know, that was just rare. You normally have like one guy that would be slick and rip, ripped up like that, but the majority of the offensive linemen, hey, they was they was big dirty. You know, they had a keg. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yo, Billy, so now we've obviously COVID's still going on. Everybody knows that. I don't know if y'all know, but the CDC did update their website and uh, drop basically a new announcement saying, like, it is airborne. Uh, it, it can go further than six feet. It can linger for longer than minutes. It can linger for days, um, hours. And how, how, are you, how do you feel knowing this new information? <laughs> seeing that sports are really starting to pick up? Well, I, I like what they're doing. They're, they're taking all the precautions, um, especially with the kids, the adults, everybody that's doing it, and, and they're not just rushing it. They're, they're making sure that everybody is negative before they go out there on the field. Like, for instance, I just noticed that Kansas City and the Patriots are playing tonight, and I thought they was canceling the whole situation and, and postponing it to later. Well, it's getting played tonight, so that means they have retested everybody, and that many at the it rest is. of the team are negative. You know, yep. and that's, that's, that's the great. only one that's negative. Yes, so he's and, not going to play. But they literally tested all personnel, staff, anybody comes in contact, which you know is is good. Um, so no, I definitely agree. I think was the SEC that said they're upping the uh, testing uh, weekly per team. 
Yes. So was it? Um, yes. I don't remember what they said, but I know they were kind of up with it and kind of increasing the increasing the protocols. <clears throat> Well, they need to. I mean, I'd rather be safe than sorry, you know. And that's, that's one right. thing that I don't care about what's all going on. Everybody has to protect each other and, and, and don't just be selfish, you know. I mean, it's only a mask and people are just talking like it's it's, <clears throat> it's like it's gonna kill them or whatever, but doctors wear these things, man. They 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 have to know something that is protecting somebody. I mean, even if it's not doing a hundred percent, heck, I take fifty percent. That's better right. than nothing. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's really the way they have these masks made nowadays. You can find something suitable and breathable for you. Um, just do it, man. Like you, like Billy said, stop being selfish. I, hey, listen, I've been in stores and normally I'm the one that's flipping on people. I walked in. This one man, uh, he was an older man. He's probably in the sixties. The lady though was probably in her seventies, and he was like, "Ma'am, you're selfish not to wear that." Like just straight gave her a lecture. Wow. And she stood there for it. Like, she ain't walk off or nothing. And then she just looked out even left it, though. But it, I was just like, as much as I hate to say it, we need more people that are willing to hold any and everybody accountable. Uh, I don't know if his approach was the best approach. But at least, you know, his his thought process was there. So we encourage y'all, man. If y'all don't want to wear a mask, you can make your own mask. Pull up a T-shirt over it, man. You got the neck joints. Now, I think I still got mine on for basketball, actually. Whoa. See, there we go. Boom. Yeah, see, it was so hidden, I forgot, yo. And I changed my shirt. My bad. Uh. <laughs> um, Billy, we do have a question on Facebook. Carrie Hooper said, Billy, which opponent affected you as a person the most? Is Burl's worth at least one of them? That's going to be the number one. He is the only player opposite of one of my teammates that was able to block me one-on-one. And the only other person was Cozy Coleman. You know, we that was every day in practice was a game for us. And Burrsworth was a beast, man. I'm sorry. I don't care what nobody say, man. I, I, I'm going to keep giving him his props, even though he's gone and everything. But this man, when I say he locked me down and I had zero stats in a wow. football game. You're talking about zero stats in a football game. Not even a sniff of a tackle, not a assist or anything. <laughs> Yes, up until me making that play, I had zero. I had two plays the whole game. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a tough dude. That's a that damn dude. You said, wow, that's, that's just awesome. That is awesome, man. And, and I encourage players, athletes, I don't care what sport you play. Don't be a hater all your life. And listen, if you really can't out of respect for the game, because you got to remember this game has been here before you. It's going to be here after you. If you don't have enough respect for the game to give props to the next person who is doing their thing, you're not a real true athlete and competitor. You just like to win when it's easy to win, but you don't like to acknowledge those who keep you from winning. Don't be that person, y'all. Don't do it. Facts. 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 Sorry, I got my window open. Let me. It's all good. I know we, you like the pressure. Um, so Billy, what's uh what's going on with Volunteer Road Show? Uh and is also uh, you know, talk about your podcast as well. Well, we still doing our thing. We you know, me and me and um catfish we on every Friday 
at 7 o'clock. And, you know, we're just doing our thing like we're doing right now. We're just talking and being ourselves and, and having fun. That's the one thing that made me come to this show was the fact that we can enjoy ourselves, have fun, and, and, and make it a family-oriented situation. You know what I'm saying? Don't just think of just being selfish. Just go out there and just do it. And that's what we do, man. We just sit here, chill, relax, and, and like him, he, he's trying to have a competition with me right now. How can you compete? <laughs> hey, y'all, he's talking about catfish in case y'all don't know. Yes, yeah, my, my partner that's on the show with me, Bobby C., the one and only catfish. I, I, I think because he knows my nickname is Big Worm, he thinks the catfish going to eat the worm. But he don't realize the worm is too big for the catfish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> keep yeah. flapping your gums. Keep flapping your gums. We'll see you at the end of the season. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yes. You know, uh, that was funny, uh, Billy, because when I tagged you in the flyer um, earlier uh, today on Instagram, I was like, big worm. <laughs> so it, it made me laugh. You spelled it W-I-R-M. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Man, they, you know, back in college, man, you know, no one had a real name. Everybody had nicknames. So it'd be times where – you know, we can be in an arena and they say Billy Ratliff. My coaches would look around. Who they, who they talking about? Billy. Who, who is Billy? <laughs> Don't even know your real name. Yeah. Don't even know your government. <laughs> and they say, oh, you're talking about Worm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, I've been stuck with that name ever since my freshman year in college. They they – I don't know where they get it from. They said I look like Alfonso from uh, Friday Big Worm and stuff, but I'm like, come on, guys, don't do me like that. I know, I know, I had that, you know, that that booty do going on back then, but I I, I didn't have it the whole time now. <laughs> <laughs> Not the booty do though, right? Yeah, they got me back then, though. They got me, but oh man. That was classic right there. Maria uh, Maria has a question. Can we talk about the greatest forced fumble in Tennessee history against Arkansas in 1997? I was at the game, and it was freezing, raining and draining until that play. Hey, that's the game. The Arkansas, hey, the championship year, hey, that was a tough game, man. We wasn't and, – and- and that, that was against that was against your boy, right? Yeah, was that was that was that was it. That was against um, Brandon Wordsworth. It was a tough game, and I'm telling you, if you if you ladies get a chance to just go watch that game, just the first quarter, you will see what I'm talking about. I've seen I've seen clips of it, obviously because of Peerless, you know, but yeah. um, I've seen clips. But I actually. I'm glad you brought that up because I really do need to watch that game from start to finish. I've seen like so many bits and pieces, but I've never seen it just consistently all, all the way through. Hey, so, I'm telling you, I'm gonna I, do that. I recently myself just watched that game myself. I mean, I had never even watched the national championship game up until like two years ago. For real? Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. I gotta think. Well, I, yeah, I, I definitely watched. The Final Four, I watched that game, and I have only watched it all the way through one, my senior year oh, it, one time because it was that brutal. Like, I played that terrible. I didn't even want to watch it. So now I just kind of catch the highlights. But I don't think I've ever went back and, like, watched, like, big games. I don't mm-hmm. think I've, I don't think I've done it. I have, a whole, uh, I have a whole CD case of Tennessee games, like, just, like, my coaches, like, after I was done, I was like, yo, can I get this game, get this game? And yeah. I have them all on DVD. And now that you say that, 
You ain't watched not yes. No, I ain't watched them. I would go back and watch, you know, for for a lot of different reasons to, you know, kind of remember and remind me. And during season, you know, obviously you watch film clips, but to go back because you got to think after the national championship, you don't go back and watch that. You know, when new season comes, it's like, all right, that's over and done with. Like we focus forward. So yeah. it's like, of course, you watch film, but like, damn, that's. That's crazy. Like, I never went back and watched, like, the SEC final and stuff like that. And I'll tell you this here. The national championship that we won against Florida State, that was probably the easiest game that we played all season. I remember you saying that. It was – I'm like, when we won that game, it felt like we still had to play somebody next week. (laughs) That's crazy. Seriously. Hey, everybody that was on that team should feel like trash. <laughs> <laughs> I see, they, they, I'm going to be honest. Like, like for instance, Florida State, they brought that butt whipping on themselves, though. They, they, uh, they wasn't even trying to kick it us, kick it with us down there. They didn't want to do like the, you know, the games, the competition things, like the like, yeah. like the pie eating contest stuff like that. They didn't want to yeah. be bottled like like they act like they was too good for us. Really? Yeah, and when they and did that, y'all came out and gave them the Mm-mm-mm. business. When I say they locked the gate on themselves, whoo! Hey, some some people do that. Stanford did that in oh seven. No, oh oh wait, I'm sorry. Oh wait, yeah. Oh wait, Stanford did that, but they went live with they went to the papers talking about how no. told us what we wasn't gonna do. And the interviews, even the analysts. Wow. Yes. Even the analyst was like, oh, yeah, we got to roll with Stanford. You know, it's just like, okay. Heck, we were, look, we were, we were number one in the country, and we, and we played in the national championship game. We wasn't even ranked number one. <laughs> hey, football, football just always never ceases to amaze me. Like, I really – I understand, like, you have to go by, like, your your stand, like your overall record, your strength of schedule, all this other stuff. But then I think at the end of the day, honestly, no, y'all don't. Like whoever whoever has the final say so ha- puts mother or puts people <laughs> working on the bottom. We unfiltered. Let's go. You know what I'm But I'm serious. Like I, I oh yeah, my dad or my brother, whoever would talk, and I'm like, yeah, that does make sense. And then you see the final final standings come out before the before the playoffs start, and you like, yeah. What? They know what they be doing. <laughs> oh man, they be giving people. Uh, yes, they do. Because see, like with me, I wish they go back to the old school way how they rank teams. Like for instance, when um, LSU got beat by Mississippi State, Mississippi State mm-hmm. wasn't ranked, and you get beat by unranked team. You are right. You should be in that, that bottom section down there saying others receiving votes. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> And in parentheses, it's got how many votes you receive. Yes, because that yeah. messes it up for everybody that's undefeated in front of them. They don't get a chance to move up at all. Yeah. Man, people trying to get me – look at Carrie trying to get me to cuss on here. Oh, <laughs> like, I, 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 it might fly. When I get real mad, there's no feeling. That's how y'all know I'm still in control right now. <laughs> um, Maria did have another question. Oh, um, she's up, Michael? Go Big Orange. Absolutely. Uh, Maria said, uh, have you talked to Clint Storner since then? I talked to Clint once, and it was like a brief situation. It was like, um, I forgot which spring game it was. I don't know if it's like three years ago, 
that ESPN was coming back and they was going to try to do a little segment with us about the Arkansas stuff, but they ended up canceling for some reason. But I haven't talked to him since then. I know um, Bobby, he's talked to him. You know, like I've uh, been trying to get him to come on the show and do something. But we most definitely going to have him on the show this year. You know, we'll be playing Arkansas this year. So we'll have him on here this year. Yeah, that'd be dope. Absolutely. I'm gonna be nice though. I'm gonna be nice though. I'm not gonna be. Gotta be in Las Vegas though. Go ahead. What you gotta say, Billy? I'm gonna be nice, man. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Like, what were you? What were you guys thinking? Because there's no way we should have won that game, man. They mind wasn't right, Billy. But I can't wait. It should be fun. I mean, I keep it real, but I'm I'm gonna be nice. Sometimes that's all you gotta do. Yeah, just be cordial. Keep it pushing. Um, so obviously, you know, SEC football, Tennessee football, we're doing our thing right now. Um, is there obviously you guys are in Knoxville? I don't know how much you guys are actually in the city, but how much can you tell kind of a, a vibe of Tennessee football is back kind of around Knoxville and whatnot? Well, here, when Tennessee is winning, the state of Tennessee is winning. You know, everybody yeah, is happy. You know, they're excited to go to work on Monday. You know, it's yeah, not like, you know, yes, you know, you can at least wear your orange and all that. Like me, I haven't been able to chance like to, like to wear like, you know, my orange the way I want to because, you know, you have people are like, man, Bama this here, you know, LSU this here. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I live in Georgia, so. Oh, right. man. And, and then I have to put it up. It's like, okay, I never lost to Alabama. I never yeah, lost then you got to take it back to him. Yes, I had to, I had to get, put him back in re- reality and let him know, hey, they haven't always here. been like that, guys. <laughs> they used Listen. to take that tax from us back then. Take yeah, that. You, you know, people jump on and off their bandwagon so quick. We don't even, we don't even concern ourselves with those folks. Right, we loyal, you know. But yeah. I had to, of course, I live in Georgia, so, of course, Ooh, this weekend, everybody's like, oh, Georgia, Georgia. I'm like, all right. But, and then this past weekend, uh, Lady Ball Soccer did take an L to Georgia Friday night. It's first time since I played there. Uh, no, nah, since 2014, but I had to take it back. Like, yo, I, I've never lost to Georgia. So, it's, what are we going to understand? Don't be trying to attack. Like, listen, it's different to attack the, that season or that particular team. But when you put us all together, I think we all get offended. Right, you can't say right. Hold on. Soccer did this, and Tennessee football did this, and Lady Ball basketball did this. Nah, 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 nah. Because I was a part of that. Like Billy said, like, nah, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. Exactly. Right. Nah, say this year's team. <laughs> right. Y'all, whoa, 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 it ain't y'all. Right. So let me help all of y'all non uh, volunteer and Lady Balls fans. Don't do that shit. Because that right there gets you cut off quick. You did. <laughs> You're gonna get your feelings hurt because you think you're gonna hurt our feelings, and then we're gonna just drop the resume on you. You're like, my bad, we ain't got time. So let's skip all that, don't do that shit. All right, absolutely. Um, question, Billy. So obviously, Big Ten, Pac 12, been watching SEC, ACC, and was like, okay, let's uh, let's revisit this real quick. Uh, so of course, they coming into play end of October, beginning of November. Is there anybody you see kind of? Really coming in being a threat in the Big Ten and Pac-12. Um, only one is going to be O State. Um, you know, of course they they stay loaded. You know, Ohio they get all the talent up north, and, and that's the only one I can see. I mean, like Michigan, I just don't see them jumping in because this talent over in the SEC, 
it's it's a different breed over here. Different. It's a different yeah. breed, and I, I I know they'll you know they'll show up and and get their little basic wins or their little easy schedule that they have, but I don't see anyone besides them being competitive and and competing with the rest of the the um, the big the big fives. Yeah. Um. Do you think what's that like? I was just gonna say, I know the schools are happy. Obviously, they're getting some type of revenue coming in. Uh, what was you gonna say, Boog? My bad. No, I was gonna ask Billy. Uh, do you think a lot of the decision, especially because the Pac-12 and the Big Ten came out very early in COVID and said, "All right, no, you know, fall sports, no football." Obviously, SEC, ACC were all like, "Hey." We're going to set a date, and that's our projected start date, and we're going to put a lot, all these protocols in place. Um, do you think a lot of the um, change, obviously being able to see how the schools are handling it with the ACC and SEC, but do you think part of it also was feeling like, you know, players that either their junior or senior wanting to go pro weren't going to have opportunities like, obviously, the kids in – you know, kind of the East Coast we're going to have. Do you think that played a huge role in it? Well, it's all about the dollar bill. You know, these, you know, they know that they messed up and didn't start at the same time with the rest of the schools. Right. You know, that's a lot of money that they're missing out on. And they yeah. they finally said, we're going to start right now. Because they was all talking about the spring. Right, now, yeah. Now, right. you know, if they would have started off in the spring, you know how much money they would have lost Man, what? If they would have started off in the spring, it would have been more. It'd have been worse than than a a spring game, because they wouldn't have any viewers really, you know. Mm -hmm. Because all the other sports that happen in the spring, come on, you can't do that. If they, it was to me, if I had to make the decision at that time, the way they changed it, I wouldn't even play. I wouldn't even played it. I would have listened. Hey, we're not going to do it. It's not going to happen because now. They won't have any, any like um, clout to say that we're we're the best or this year because now they will be three four games short of mm-hmm. being saying we were the best in the country. Yeah, and the, and the thing is also is like you said like I mean think about how much revenue in streams and viewership that the SEC and ACC have made because everybody's watching them because they're playing, yes. you know, and, and also some of the other conferences like, uh, what's Georgia state, Georgia, uh, Georgia Southern. And I forget what conferences they're in, but I saw them, uh, the other week and they had one of the plays in top 10, mm-hmm. yes. you know, now if all the power fives are playing, you don't see that <laughs> most likely, you know what I mean? True. But I'm saying, I mean, you had the guy, uh, Georgia Southern made the one handed catch, um, over the, the uh, quarterback, and it's just like, you know, he's top 10 plays on ESPN. Now, and, but you got guys in the Pac-12 and the, in the Big Ten are like, and that's that that made it huge for a lot of the smaller schools. And I know some of the smaller schools wish they would have started too. And instead of saying we're going to push it back to the spring because they lost out on a lot of revenue those past four weeks. Lots of revenue. I'm talking about millions. Yeah. Easy, easy money. Maria has a good, uh, really good question. She was speaking on T. Martin has 16 pass attempts total as a freshman and sophomore, but he was ready for his junior year. How does a player not getting game reps for two years get ready when his number is called? Do young pe- people 
I'm sorry, do young players out of high school realize how tough it really is in the SEC? I, I'll tell you this here. When I came to Tennessee, you know, I didn't even, you know, think of how, how, how good everybody were. I just knew I was good and I would be able to play. But when I was told this one statement and I realized how true this statement was, it hit me quick. When they told me, Worm, you don't have enough hours to get in this game. And I'm like, what do you mean? No, no you ain't get, you, you don't get your stripes until you get enough hours. Mm-hmm. And when I was like, okay, and this is what they meant by that. You need at least 18, 20 weeks in this weight room before you even get a chance to get a strike. And the wow. weight room alone was tougher than practice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can easily see that because that's how it was for us. <laughs> oh, I, oh, trust me, I know. See, and see, and people don't realize, and I always tell them this here, you know, the one part of schools when they fire these coaches and everything and they get the new coaches come in, there's two part of the staff that you never change. And the first one is the medical staff. Mm-hmm. You don't get new medical people. The next one is the strength and conditioning coaches because those are the only two part of the, the, the staff that sees and talk to these kids 24-7, six, seven days a week. They know these kids' bodies. They know them inside and out. And that's what made Tennessee football go down the drain when they had almost eight, ten strength and conditioning coaches since Coach yeah. Ford. Now. Because everybody wanted to bring their own, you bring know. Bring their own, and they want to do the bow flex. They want to do this. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And and then you also talk about kind of the the relationship between the two, not just with the athletes, but you know, talking about us. Look at Heather and Jenny Moshak's relationship. What? Come right. on now, like. Right. It was like you know, one works with one couldn't work without the other. You know, and it was just like, all right, you know, Jenny did this in the in the uh, training room. All right, Heather's going to bounce off that in the weight room, and it's going to transfer into your training. Like, right. I 100% agree. 100% agree. I definitely agree with that, too. I mean, I know I spend a lot. I mean, throughout my career, on all levels, I spend a lot of time with the trainers and uh, strength coaches. By far, Heather Mason and Rachel Henderson said this. Heather Mason was the best. Took the words right out of my mouth, uh, Rachel. Right out of my mouth. Yeah, man. Heather, who is now the head strength and conditioning coach at Ohio State. But when I think about sport, head of sports development. Oh, level up. All right. Yeah, but she like she's a beast. I call Heather for any and everything that has to do with strength and conditioning and explosive training and speed mechanics, just the intricate details of being an explosive athlete, right? But one that is also able to strengthen, you know, the little muscles, the little the little things to be able to be explosive. You don't strengthen your quads the right way, your knees is going to go quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they never let you take shortcuts because they know the outcome if they allow, you know, the uh, the athletes to take shortcuts. They, their career is going to be shortcutted and everybody's going to be looking at them. So I always applaud, you know, our people on our medical staff and strength, strength and conditioning side. Like, I really felt like they had our best interests as athletes at heart. I can I can say that a thousand percent. 
Um, so Billy, what I guess um, kind of feeding off of that, what advice would you give to, to high school football players, but also athletes kind of in that crucial time between finishing uh, a high school season and going to um, a division? Well, any division, really. But of course, you know, we're speaking on SEC Power Five conferences where, you know, the competition is every game, like every day. Well, I'll say this here, you know, because I, I get this question all the time. You know, the one thing that's going on with, with high school athletics or the little league or anything like that, the kids are being overworked too much now. They're, they're, they're getting too much before it's time to, do, to, to develop. They don't get a chance to develop. They're, let's see, they're, they're seven, eight years old out here playing full contact football. There's no way these kids should be doing that because you're talking about CTE a lot younger. Mm-hmm. The brain, the cranium is not even finished developing and they're letting them play full tackle sport. I would say this here. Take care of your body. Mm-hmm. Make sure you stretch and get your grades to be able to go to the next level. Don't just rely on your athletic ability. I 100% agree. And and one more. Don't let your coaches tell you you only got to play one sport. That's a lie. Because what they're telling you is they're limiting you to what you get if you don't get that scholarship to go play basketball, if you don't get a scholarship to go play football, if you don't get a scholarship to go get track. Somebody going to realize what talent they need. Hey, He's track, man. I think I can use him to play football. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he playing basketball. Oh man, that's an athlete. I think I can turn him into a tight end. Absolutely, that's a scholarship. That's free education. Yeah. Don't put your mom, your parents at risk of paying all that money to go to school when there's free money, a free opportunity to get a scholarship to go get a good education and play sports. Yeah, and and. And I love what you just said because, I, I mean, I have my players. Matter of fact, I had a parent text me uh, earlier today. said, hey, and I tell them, get in season. Look, because there are a lot of coaches with soccer that don't allow players to play any other sport. I play three sports. I ran track. I play basketball. I play soccer. Organized. But I played every other sport on the playground. Boy, what? Softball, volleyball, everything. I, I just did everything. Um, and it also helps with injury because you're using different muscles, different planes of motion. You know what I mean? And, and I tell these kids now, like, look, I want you to be able to jump, move your feet, like, you know, and, and I have a girl that runs cross country and she's got her championships tomorrow. And the mom was like, is it okay if she misses practice? Well, hell yeah. Go run, girl. Get that ship. That don't keep you fit for me. Like, go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but no, I, I definitely agree um, with everything you said because it's you, you need that, you know, especially if you want to play um, at the next level. It's crucial. Yeah, because they all, I mean, they all work together because I'll tell you this here. When I played all those sports, like I played football, played basketball, did the track, baseball, football, we were good. The basketball team didn't get good until football season was over. <laughs> Track team didn't get good until basketball was over. Right, and all the athletes are yes. trying to shift. And each one of those sports 
was a development that made each one of those sports better. You know, the quickness, the footwork, the speed work, the strength, all of it went perfect with each other. You got track that's helping with your speed. You got mm-hmm. basketball that's helping with the agility. You got football that's helping with the strength, agility, and the, all of that stuff. And that's what made it so much easier for me. That's what made me a good football player because it was easy. I made everybody look slow compared to... Yeah, I feel what you're talking about. I love it. Lex, boy, they active over here on Facebook. They are. Let me see what happened. Let me see. see what there was a question for us. What, what they talking about? Uh, ladies, ladies have a question. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Carrie Hooper said, are we now in a place to watch the Lady Balls program grow back into the powerhouse that it was under the late great Pat Summit? Mm. Um... All right, so I can confidently say we are on track this year. And maybe I'm wishful thinking or being hopeful, but to have a former player, former champion at that, who was a leader under Coach Summit, anybody who's played a guard position, especially a point guard for Coach Summit, knows how hard that job is. I can definitely attest to that. It's no joke. You literally have the responsibility of every mistake that happens on your shoulders throughout the game because she would tell you you're a floor general, an extension of her. And I think that Kelly Jolly being a point guard herself and being the type of point guard that she was, I think that she will push the girls in the right direction. As long as her focus is to, no matter what, push these girls to their limits, I don't care who decides to transfer or can't hang. You have to have that mentality. And Coach always made it clear. We want you. We don't need you. <laughs> and one more time for the people in the back. Ooh. We want you. We don't need you. And I think that if she carries that throughout her, her tenure here at Tennessee at the university, I think that for sure we will begin to get back. Do I think this is the season where everything is just, whoo, let's go compete for a national championship? Number one, COVID's not allowing that. And number two, nothing's going to happen overnight. You know, this is her second season. I believe this is her her first full recruiting class, I believe. Yes. Um, so really this is her first full season. And, and so that you have to take that into account. But again, I think that if you take her tenaciousness, her understanding of the game, her IQ, her passion, her aggression, her experience of being a leader for Coach Summit, for me, that's just hard not to reflect onto this caliber of athletes. Like, I reflected upon my, my elementary kids. Now, as I go to middle school, I turn it up a notch. When we get to the high school level, I turn, we turn it up another notch. So I don't see a reason in college where we should be to the max. We should be coming at them the same way that Coach Summit would come at each and every person. And as her coaching staff did to recruit us and everybody that was before me to say, hey, we want you, but we don't need you. I I see your potential. I love your game. I think you're a great fit. I see you're a good student. But if you came here to play a bullshit, we don't need you. We'll figure it out. We'll replace you because somebody's going to buy into it. And I think that that's all it's going to take is for the kids to buy into the system, to buy into the history. I think that's important. 
um, I think the history is what's going to motivate the presence because it's been such a gap. They they might need to be reminded. We got reminded when I was playing, and it helps. No lie, it helped. We watched video. We had other players come practice against us. Other players come talk to us. They watch the game. Don't let us be playing bad with an alum in the building. They in, they in the locker room at halftime, cussing us out, uh, giving it to us. And after the game, if we picked it up, you know, they, they get into us again for the, the slow first half, and then they praise us for finishing the game strong, right? But then they challenge us to say, why we got to why we gotta go one half? We, we're two half. We're a two-half program. So I think if she sticks with that, we'll be good, Hooper. I think I think we'll be good. I'm confident. Absolutely. Uh, Maria and Carrie are going back and forth on some some uh, technical details and stats here on Facebook. Look, we love y'all's dedication to uh, Tennessee Athletics, Lady Ball Athletics. Man, it, it's, you need to let Billy settle the, the dispute. <laughs> Yes, his teammate. What's the dispute? The dispute was in 98, that was T. Martin's junior year, and he played in 99 as a senior. Mm-hmm. Is that true or not? That's, that's true. And he was drafted in 2000 by the yes, Pittsburgh the, Steelers. Yes, the 99-2000 draft, yes. Okay. That's true. 2000 is when he got drafted. Hear ye, hear ye. Mike, All right. so, Carrie, Maria, did, did we hear the official ruling on the play? Official. <laughs> What's the ruling? Alex Connor said 98 season, um, the, the championship was on January 4th, 1999. That's, that's facts. That is facts, Alex. That is facts. <laughs> Maria said thank you, Billy. Well, I, and I think they probably looking at the um, Wikipedia or something like that, and they yeah. I, a lot of times that stuff is wrong because they just type it and forget the like put the right stuff in there. Yeah, uh, most definitely T did get drafted in two thousand ninety nine. You know he was he came in as a true freshman, mm-hmm. so he was a right senior the same time I was a senior. Nice. I was a red shirt freshman. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the clarification. I love. We love the participation on uh, on Facebook right now. We we, it's awesome. We already got seventy three comments. Hey, uh, Billy. Before we start, yeah, yeah, y'all shoot us these last few questions as we begin to wrap up the show. But Billy, do you have any anything you want to tell the people what you have going on? how they can support, you know, the Volunteer Rose Show and anything you really want to share with them. Well, guys, hey, um, volunteerroadshow.com, that is our website. Um, we got some good things that's going on over there. We um, we have got into the merchandise business. Um, we got a lot of volunteer stuff over there. I mean, not just volunteer. We got every team in the SEC. So if you're a true sports fan, you can check out any gear. If we don't have it, we can find it for you. Um, also, uh, what is it? Fanpride.zone. Um, let's go over there and you can actually sign up for a, what is that? I'm trying to find, what was it? Yeah, just go to volunteerroadshow.com and sign up and you'll see all the great things that are going on. Awesome. Make sure y'all do that. And we want to thank Volunteer Roadshow for picking us up and allowing us to be a part of your platform. 
um, and helping us to, you know, reach more people and, and spread our stories and, and our podcast. So thank you, Bill, uh, Bobby and Billy, for this opportunity. Hey, thanks for having me on, ladies. Yeah, it was awesome, man. We appreciate, uh, of course, everybody tuning in, YouTube, Facebook, um, links on Twitter, or through Volunteer Road Show, man. It's, of course, it's been a pleasure, Billy. Can't wait to get this. We definitely got to do a special episode with me and Lex from the, uh, Knoxville for this, oh, yeah. this oh, epic cornhole tournament. We, we, soon as we get off here, man, we got to go ahead and set a date, get that rolling. Well, here, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do for you ladies, just to make it a little bit interesting. I'm going to give you a 10-hole curve, you know what I'm saying? Oh, just nah, 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 nah. 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 I like to give you square, square, Right, and when you see my touch, boy, you're, you're going to think twice uh, about it. I'm going to give you two mulligans. <laughs> two mulligans. Nah. I don't miss board now. Come on now. Nah, nah, nah. We, we, we can't go out like that, Billy. We can't go out like that. Maria said, who wins 100 yard dash among y'all three? And who comes in last? I think Boog wins. I think Billy comes in last. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> I think I think Boog wins and Billy comes in last. I'm not losing. I'm not losing. Hey, I'm going to put this Look, up in the air for you. Y'all ran Billy. I'm, I'm, I run back to Put it like this here. Go ask Mr. Pillars Price if he want to put me on that line. Ooh. Yeah. Let me do my, hey, Maria, let me do my research and I'll come back on that comment. Hey, I'm telling you, them big boys Wait, was fast okay, what I, back what then. I got to ask you, you don't call them when we get off here. What, them big what boys, hey, don't let the size fool you, baby. You got that speed. You got your feet. Ooh. You got the I, I know you got. I know you got it on the field. We know that's that's obvious. Everybody's seen it. Hey, hey, I'm talking hey, about hey. sprinting. You got that? It's automatic. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, lady. Hey, I love hey, it. I hey, love the it. speed is where it was at, man. Hey, let's go. I, I, I used to run circles right around people back then, but <laughs> hey, they did. Hey, I'm 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 dunking in balls with ACLs torn. Hey, I gotta jump in here. I gotta jump in here. I gotta back up Billy, even though he's been trash talking me on this contest. But I've had more than one of his teammates seen they seen Billy Ratliff at two hundred and eighty pounds run a four five eight forty. Oh yeah, that was easy. Uh, okay, two hundred and eighty pounds. Well, we talking about adding the next sixty. <laughs> now I yeah. don't know about that one. Now, now that's when it got better. Oh, oh shit! Hey, it don't get slower when you get after that now. Cause okay. when I, once I get to that twenty, <laughs> now, hey, now I'm gonna tell you that, that, that first like that first five. I'm gonna hurt your feelings now. Uh oh, uh oh. So Ooh. this one look like y'all gonna have a foot race and a cornhole competition. That's right. 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 Actually, I hope y'all get ready. Look, we, we gonna have oxygen tank set up at the finish line. Hey, listen, I'm gonna I'm run with my inhaler in, in my sports bra, probably. I'm gonna... <laughs> but I'm gonna let Bobby C. Hound in my lightweight. Nah. Hey, you gonna let Bobby C. run the race for you? All right. <laughs> Man, you All lose right. then. <laughs> oh shoot, man! Yo, this show has been fun. I love it. It's been great. Again, Billy, thank you. Book, thank you. Before we head out, um, I'm about to show y'all my messy office for a minute, and it's really just to show off some really good things I got going. 
Somebody asked about Coach Summit, supporter, Pat right. Strong. My favorite part of this shirt is on the back. It says, no one feels strong when she examines her own weakness. But in facing weakness, you learn how much there is in you, and you find real strength. Pat Summit, on the back, yeah, she's holding up the net on the back side of it. These are just some really cool designs that Terry does. Terry and her team do themselves. Y'all know it's hoodie season. Yeah, the inside of that thing, though. Look I at like the that. inside of that thing, though. Yeah, so we got a hoodie, and this is my favorite. Um, this is a vintage lady ball right there. The bottle, though, yeah, yeah. And last but not least, that I, that I decided to grab is this coach summit, you know, left foot, right foot, brief. Y'all know y'all about it. So go support orangemountaindesigns.com. Please go on, our prayers go up, um, you know, to Terry. I know that she's been under the weather a little bit, so we're praying for you. And I thank you for always supporting us and the Lady Balls. So orangemountaindesigns.com. Let them know that the collective sent you, right? And uh, Facebook, Doris, uh, if you didn't hear that, I will put the uh, link in the comments, but it's orangemountaindesigns.com. Uh, you can get all the gear that Lex has shown you, uh, plus a whole lot more. Also, be on the lookout. We're going to bring some collective unfiltered gear to y'all as well. Um, so definitely uh, check us out. You got a volunteer road show. Uh, of course, like Billy mentioned earlier, get get um, all the gear. We're going to start adding some collective um, stuff in there as well. Um, but we appreciate everyone. Uh, shout out to our sponsors. Uh, of course, Orange Mountain Designs, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs of Knoxville, Just Pass It Tutoring, and of course, Volunteer Rose, our very own. We thank you guys. We love y'all. Lex. Hey, until next time, which will be next Monday at 7 p.m. on the Volunteer Roadshow.com. Y'all heard that commercial? Y'all better sign. You don't want me to get started with that now. Mm -hmm. right, we don't have a singing competition, too, man. Mm -hmm. oh, we got we to. Hey, y'all. And stay tuned because we're gonna drop a special date for this cornhole. That that's going down. Matter of fact, we're just gonna bring a videographer. Like we was gonna say, that's what we need to do. We need to make it go live. Y'all can't see everything because you know what you know when we get together, y'all can't see everything. But, um we're gonna show you the good stuff. We're gonna show you the competitiveness, the games. And I'm talking shit the whole time, whether I win or lose. But I, 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 I hey, what? Boy, win. to the end. <laughs> to the end. <laughs> we, we got this, Lex. We got it. We got Love it. it. No, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real, man, we're going to get off here. Uh, again, we'll see you next next Monday, 7 p.m. Until that next time, remember, everybody, be unfiltered in your truth. Live your life. Go vote. See y'all next Sunday. I'm with Jesus next Monday. Love.